haere mai. Welcome to the Maxim Institute podcast. My name is Jason Heal. I'm the communications manager at Maxim Institute, and this is our weekly short-form podcast. These podcasts are released in tandem with our weekly column and are a chance for you to hear in-depth from the column's author about some of the thinking that went into producing their final piece. Today, we talk to Maxim's Director of Research and Development, Kieran Madden, about his recent column. Kieran, welcome to the podcast today. Nice to be here. Yeah, excellent. We are talking about your most recent column here, Boys Left in the Educational Dust. Mm -hmm. And you kind of got the idea from this column reading about the Finnish education system and the idea that they're the the envy of the world, but they're kind of dragged up, in a sense, by the girls that are smashing it, outperforming the boys. 20% of their girls are reading at the top highest level, whereas only 9% of their boys are reading at that level. Mm. And you said at the the bottom end, it's reversed, and that majority of their boys are reading at the bottom level. Yeah. Um, and a minority of their girls. Now, you've, you've got a lot of solutions here, um, systemic solutions, which is great. One that really interested me that I thought we could talk about was this idea of boys starting school a year later mm. than the girls. Mm. How is that um, going to help the boys with their learning? Yeah, well, it's predicated on the just the differences in brain development. So um, I, I sort of, uh, what interested me to write this column was a book by a researcher at the think tank uh, Brookings Institute in the States, uh, Richard V. Reeves, his book of Boys and Men. And one of the arguments he makes is that essentially the neuroscience is pretty clear that boys' brains develop around one to two years later when yeah. it comes to the sum of the brain functions anyway. So yeah. the prefrontal cortex or yeah. kind of can be known as the CEO of the brain yeah. or the executive. Yeah, that's the one that helps with like self-control and, and those sort of things. Correct, yeah. so yeah. sort of delayed gratification. So yeah. Reeves talks about it being the part of the brain that tells you to do your homework instead of going out to a party yeah. um, <laughs> when, the, when the exam's the next day. Yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. So there's a big, there's just an essential difference there which is carried on throughout the throughout the education system so he argues to some extent the education system is uh puts boys to some extent at a disadvantage if they're all starting at the same time based on their brain development yeah so it's a sort of it's a very simple recommendation but quite controversial as well yeah it is um having boys stay home a year longer there's a lot of i guess social pressure around that there's a lot of um familial pressure around that you know um then you could have uh, older siblings starting school at the same time as younger siblings and yes. things like that. So I guess there's a lot to consider in that. But that all plays out at the other end of the scale, doesn't it, at, at university, mm. if they're starting at, the, at all at this kind of age five yes. and the boys are already at a disadvantage, you just see that grow at the other end. Yeah, particularly during uh, adolescence. So there's yeah. sort of there's the first you know the first thousand days or the the, the, the one, one to three where the brain's developing at a rapid rate. Yeah. Then it sort of tapers off, and then you've got adolescence um, where it starts to crank up again. Yeah. Um, and that's when boys and, and girls um, are sort of pursuing some more ris- risky behaviour. Yeah. Um, and so the development of this part of the brain helps helps pull that back a bit, but it also helps concentration at school, etc. So. Yeah. But we're seeing, starting to see more of a gender, well, the gender gap in education. So boys are certainly um, doing a lot worse when it comes to reading and writing. Yeah. This is all across the OECD. Yeah, wow. Um, but there was a report, I think, by um, UNICEF a few years ago to say New Zealand was probably the, the second 
biggest gap between girls and boys. Um, wow. So it's not just in terms of reading and writing, just girls outperforming boys in that. Yeah, and the traditional yeah. sense of girls are great at um, reading and writing, and boys are great at maths and science. Yeah, uh, that's no longer true. Girls are just as good, essentially, yeah. at maths and science um, yeah. as boys are, and boys are just lagging behind in reading and writing. Yeah, um, which is a real challenge because reading and writing is, to some extent, sort of unlocks all the other aspects yeah. of the curriculum yeah. as well. And we're starting to see this flow onto. Um, education entrance and so we just there's a, um, a much greater proportion of young women entering university than men yeah uh, then young men uh, young boys are much more likely to fail um, I think around 50% more likely to fail in some yeah. of these basic subjects yeah um, so there's a sense part of the narrative that Reeves is telling and he's not the first one to tell yeah. it um, yeah. is a sense that the women's movement has been so successful in shifting a gap almost re- well, essentially reversing the, yeah. the educational gap yeah. um, from like the 70s or 80s, just over a few decades. Yeah. But the gap was closed. Yeah. And now it's opening it's again open. in another way. Yeah. And so Reeves argues if, if we're serious about gender equality and closing gender gaps, then yeah. we need to hold these two things at once. Yeah. Um, that we can still be concerned about, say, gender pay gaps at the higher level or um, disproportionate representation of women on, on boards or executives. Yeah. At the same time as saying boys are really struggling at the lower end, yeah. Um, so, and I think it's a good, it's a good balanced, reasonable perspective. Which is yeah, kind of, I'm a fan of Reeves. <laughs> yeah, 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 a balanced and reasoned perspective yeah. on the podcast today. Kieran, thanks for being with us. Cheers, Jason. Pleasure. Now let's hear from Kieran as he reads his column. The Finnish education system is lauded as the envy of the world. Still, when broken down by gender, it's mainly because their girls are absolutely smashing it. 20% are reading at the highest level versus 9% of the boys. There's a trend reversed at the lowest level. Their boys are reading at about the same level as the United States. This is an extreme example of what author Hannah Rosen called the strangest and most profound change of the century, the changing gender gap in education. Boys have been overtaken by girls and left in the dust, especially regarding reading and writing, here and in many countries worldwide. Senior fellow at the US think tank Brookings Institute, Richard Reeves' recently released book of Boys and Men, argues male underachievement is as crucial an issue as it is overlooked and requires a new approach. Reeves, who describes himself politically as pretty liberal slash egalitarian, is not only worried about women being paid less and underrepresented in leadership positions, but also deeply concerned about how boys and men are doing in education and work, especially those at the bottom of the social and economic ladder. An education as a means to grasp the bottom rungs for boys is declining. Girls outperform boys in reading while performing similarly in maths. Girls are staying longer at school and leaving with higher attainment levels. And at the tertiary level, only two men are studying for every three women. But rather than just individualistic fixing of boys and men, Reeves recommends some structural changes. Firstly, to invest more in vocational training and apprenticeships. University isn't the be-all and end-all of skills development, so this makes sense. And secondly, he suggests encouraging more men to enter traditionally oriented jobs towards women, what he calls HEAL, which stands for Health, Education, Administration and Literacy jobs. Only 14% of primary school teachers and 39% of high school teachers are men. 80% of hospital staff are women. And efforts to support women in STEM, that's science, technology, engineering and maths, have been fruitful, with women now making up 48% of the STEM workforce. 
Heel jobs are, on average, more resilient to automation, are set to go in demand, and are the key to the future of work. So this makes sense too. Finally, and perhaps most controversially, he recommends that boys start school a year later than girls due to how their brains develop differently. As he puts it, wait until their prefrontal cortex has gotten bigger so that they can actually do their homework. The neuroscience is clear, but this would undoubtedly need piloting before widespread adoption. Boys' underachievement could be a focal point for policy. Scotland, for example, has set a goal for greater male representation at their universities. Now, this certainly isn't the only challenge our education system faces, but it is an overlooked opportunity. We can hold two thoughts in our head at once, says Reeves. We can be passionate about women's rights and compassionate towards vulnerable boys and men. This doesn't need to be zero sum. And as he notes, a flourishing world for men is a better one for women too. Thanks for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Mate Wa, goodbye for now. <laughs>